0: Discovery, go at throttle. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello, and welcome to the Star Trek Warp Top 10 podcast. My name is Phil Rizzo, and I'm joined by... Luke Boyle. Hey, Luke. What's happening, buddy?
1: Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Happy to be here. That's
0: good. Yeah. Yeah, so this is the podcast, where we're going to do a different top 10 each week, um, focusing on all things Star Trek. Uh, Whatever we decide to do, we're going to do. This week, we've decided we're going to do the top 10 uh, Star Trek movies.
1: Yeah, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of really uh, easy.
0: Well, there's only 13 of them.
1: I think we came up with ours in just a couple... I don't know, ninety to one hundred and ten seconds each.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, well, we got to. You want to start off, start off, uh, start off slow. Yeah, doesn't mean start off bad. This is gonna be great, but we want to, right?
1: Right. Agreed. Just
0: get our feet wet with the movies, right? Everyone's seen the movies. We've seen the movies. Let's uh, let's start there. I think it was a good it was a good idea. Yeah. What's going on with you? What's uh, what's going on in your uh, in your your quadrant of the galaxy. What's happening over
1: there? <laughs> it does feel like that sometimes these days. Yeah. Um, I believe it. But uh, yeah, no, just uh, really rocking out to uh, Discovery uh, yeah. a lot later.
0: I think it's awesome that Jenny watches it with you.
1: Yeah, you all, know, well, as we've talked about many times, it's uh, very awesome um, on paper for sure, and <laughs> while we're <laughs> and, and while we're actually, you know, watching. Um, but it's a, it's it's the waiting. Yeah, I got. Just it. like you want to do it tonight? Uh, I don't know. Not, I don't know if I'm feeling up to it. All right. Yeah, I mean, it takes All two right, people to be in the same mood,
0: right? To do it. Yeah. I was blown away by the last episode. Just just the fundamental shift in um, you know, uh, well, you know, to be spoiler free, you know, something you know that was always established in the Trek universe sort yeah. of changed in a way, and it's yes. Uh, yes. It's really uh, it was really interesting. I kind of had to wrap my head around it for a few minutes before I, you know, I didn't think it something like that would affect me, like it did. But I kind of mm-hmm. had to had to readjust, realign.
1: Totally, yeah. It's this uh, the series in general is just they're just going for it, and the
0: action's awesome too. <laughs> the show does not disappoint.
1: With yeah, yeah, uh, uh, again, it's something you Budget and, I, and the have,
0: production value, and
1: yeah, it's I mean it's incredible. Um, you and I have talked a lot. Over the years of um, kind of the the relative amount of uh, action, you know, the the action not necessarily uh, being at the forefront of uh, in, in traditional treks. Um, yeah, tra- no. you know the, the earlier series. Um, sure. Certainly not next gen. Certainly not in original series. Um, well, <laughs> I guess that's that's uh, debatable. I think I think next generation actually um, kind of took it down there wasn't really a lot of action at all right i mean the original series had a lot oh, of uh really? like uh you know high action fisticuffs kind of kind of stuff going on
0: i mean you know, you know i'm an action guy you know that and you know i love trek for what trek is and trek isn't really action it's it's you know it's it's intellectual right. it's cerebral right. um you know with action obviously there's action involved there's space battles there's lasers there's phasers there's gun you know <laughs> but um you know, that's not really what Trek's about. But that doesn't mean, you know, they don't do it well sometimes. It doesn't mean that it's not good when you see it. And for me, um, when Star Trek took that next step was definitely um season four of D Space Nine. You know, when when they were fighting off the Klingons, you know, the episode where Worf, the Way of the Warrior, where Morph came on board. Like that to me was when Trek took action to another level. Yeah. yeah that's when they absolutely. looks like they really spent some money on it. And mm-hmm. um and that was the first real battle I'd seen on TV where I said, Okay, wow, that's yeah. That was something, you know. And then obviously, you know, D Space really took it to another level during the Dominion War in season six and seven. Um, I'd never seen space battles like that on TV, you know, ever.
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, not even close. Without it. But doubt.
0: what Discovery's doing, you know, they took it up another notch. It just not only does it look phenomenal, and you know, mm-hmm. and relatively speaking, you know, those shows look look good too when they did the action, but uh yeah, yeah Discovery takes it to a whole new level and and it's uh it's really fun to watch. It's, uh, you know, they're doing a great job with that, and I like, I like that mix of action and story. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, yep. I'm not a purist where you know you can't have too much. You can't have too much action, in my opinion.
1: <laughs> right. But that's, that, that's me.
0: You know, to me, it just makes it makes it makes it fun.
1: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. It's it, like you said. It's an it's a excellent mix.
0: Yeah. And you know, and, and and I'm sure we'll be talking a lot about Discovery as we go along. Um, you know, a lot of great stuff to talk about there. I'm sure we'll get into the characters and, yeah and all that stuff. Uh, and I'm sure it'll be mixed into a lot of our top tens that we, that we do. Um, you know, but as far as, uh, as far as today, we're going to be talking about our top 10 movies. Yeah. And yeah. All 13 movies that there are. We're going to, we're going to pick 10 <laughs> and talk about them. <laughs> so the cat's out of the bag. We, we picked the big well. Yeah. We said that already, yeah. but, uh, that's all right. It's, it's, it'll be fun. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like the idea that, um, that I could, I could, um, get anyone i know to listen to this pod uh, this particular episode for sure and they'll they'll kind of have an under- understanding of what we're talking about they've seen yeah. a lot of the
1: movies i think most people i know that were even remotely into same kind of things i am have yeah. seen if not all um definitely almost every single one
0: yeah right i mean they're, they're, they're pretty popular you know i mean i yeah. I, I get a lot of people I haven't seen say you know um you know, Nemesis or, um, you know, Star mm. Trek 5 or, or you <laughs> know, even Star Trek Beyond, which kind of got ignored by like a lot of marketing and stuff. Yeah. Even 3, right. Yeah, yeah. totally. I mean, obviously, if you're a Trek fan, you, I assume you've seen them, you know, at least once. I mean, I've seen everyone, you know. 80? At, at 90. least. Well, it's, it's some of them for sure. But, uh, <laughs> but I've seen them all at least two or three times, at least. Uh, as far as how I picked my top 10, you know, we, we – we don't, uh, we're not looking to be um, real, you know, written in stone sticklers for, for, you know, for our top tens, how we choose, but just. So I picked my movies based on a variety of things based on ones that are personal to me, ones mm-hmm. that I think are well made, mm-hmm. um, and ones just gave me an overall entertaining experience. Those are kind of the big three that I, that I used to, to make my top 10. Um, how did you, how'd you go about picking your top 10?
1: Yeah, not nearly as structured as you, that's for sure. Um, I kind of just went with. My gut, um, and I probably, I probably kind of mixed in all the things you just you said.
0: Sure. I mean, I didn't make a chart. I should say, you know, I, no, there yeah, were no spreadsheets yeah, or anything. Right. I just pretty much, you know, like you said, it's from the gut. But I guess when I thought about it just now, in the moment, um, that's <laughs> kind of what I considered. I guess.
1: Good. Good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah,
0: um, you no, know, it's great.
1: It is great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> what What we do is great. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to go ahead and 100. say it right now. One hundred. Nice. All right, we're on the same page.
1: So, so, uh, so in a run-up to this, it, it, you know, it took us a while to uh, get to actually finding the time and and the uh, <laughs> the relative energy to to start doing this pod thing. Um, sure. And uh, you know, once we knew uh, what our first top ten would be, um, you know, I was one hundred percent just kind of go go into uh, watching every single one you know rewatching the the whole mm. the whole canon all 13 um so i and that, that was maybe what 6 weeks ago or something that we kind of settled on that roughly so i made i made it one movie in okay
0: <laughs> well um you can tell me the movie now or we can get to it and you can tell me what well it was. i
1: started with number 1 motion picture
0: motion um, picture okay
1: and that probably took me about 7 eight or nine separate viewing sessions to get through
0: okay well i mean it is 12 hours long so that's that's you know. exactly exactly you know it is what it is you know you get to watch the films if you can and if you can't you do your best and you look look yeah. these lists are going to be fluid too i'll tell you right now like of my course. list changed tonight um when i was looking at it for the last time i flip-flop a couple you know and if you ask me next week it's going to be a different different top 10 order i guarantee it sure
1: yeah a lot of these were close calls yeah
0: yeah, they are. And mm-hmm. you know what? I you know, I'll say for the three that get left out, um, I think they're all watchable for sure. Oh yeah. Um yeah. I think most of them are, you know, good to amazing. Um mm-hmm. you know, so so there's obviously gonna be, you know, three that are left out and um uh, and there's gonna be some that you're not just, you know, diehard fans of, but I think they're all watchable and they're all, you know, made well enough where, you know, they're all in consideration for the most part, for my opinion anyway. Agree. Cool. You wanna you wanna dive in? You ready to rock? Let's do it. All right, so um, I'll kick it off. Can I kick it off? Please. All right, so the top ten movies of Star Trek. So my number ten is Star Trek Nemesis. Um, that. To- <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what is there? Is there an issue already? There is. Uh, yeah. You hesitated. And- <laughs> All right, so we're done. So thanks for joining us, guys. We. Uh- <laughs> no, it's Nemesis. You know, two thousand two. Um, Next generation movie, the last next generation movie, a generation's final journey begins. Um, Is that the tagline? confusing in and of itself. Yeah, I think so. Uh, huh. Yeah, it was actually.
1: Yeah. Um, okay.
0: I, you know, it's a pretty, pretty good movie. You know, I, I just rewatched it actually and uh, right. and I liked it better than I did the time before and that time I liked it better than when I saw it in the theaters. I've seen it three times now. A L- lot of good things going for it. Um, you know, for me, it was the, the pacing was a little off. It took a while to get going. Mm-hmm. um and I would have liked a little more and this is just me I'm a little more sentimental with next generation I would have liked a little more uh touching moments and a little less believe it or not after all the things I just said about action a little <laughs> less action and a little more uh personal moments sure but uh sure. for the most part I thought it was pretty cool um you know I liked uh I mean Tom Hardy you know <laughs> that's a pretty pretty cool going back and watching him now that we've seen him yeah in so many really. other things
1: I can't even, like I, I it took me years to even understand that that was Tom Hardy, like because I didn't know him I at know. the time, you know.
0: Especially now he's so um, you know, he's so much bigger and he's just so much yeah, more, uh, yeah, cultured and seasoned and you know. <laughs> but that was a great debut. I remember the trailer for Nemesis Fine-seer. really got me going.
1: I'm sorry, he's got a fine sear on him.
0: I thought he does. He's uh, he's he's, he's well done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, but the trailer for <laughs> Nemesis really, I remember it was his voice. Um, you know, yeah. You know, the very Tom Hardy, you know, ah, this affect our lives, don't you? know, it it really put a cool, um, you know, cool mood into the trailer. And I'm I'm a big trailer guy, and I love getting hyped for these movies, and that Mm -hmm. that really did it for me. So yeah, yeah, a lot a lot of cool things going on. Um, you know, a lot lot of final moments for the for the for the crew as well. You know, Riker and Troy get married. You know, and uh, obviously, you know, spoiler alert, Data, you know, dies, but we have uh, you know, got B4. So a lot a lot of things ended, and it. I don't think they truly thought it was going to be the last film. But, yeah, I was uh, just going
1: to ask you that. If if I don't remember, if if uh, if I if I thought at the time whether that was the case or not,
0: I didn't. I didn't because I mean, even though Insurrection, from a box office standpoint, wasn't that great, I thought Nemesis would do enough to um, get another movie for yeah. sure. So even yeah. though they build it as such, probably to get more box office, True. Um, I don't think you know. I don't think they truly thought it was going to be the final next gen film, but it ended up. Ended up being that, hmm. um, so yeah. So that's that's my number ten. Um, thoughts on that? Or you want to just tell me what your ten is?
1: I have no thoughts about anything of what you just said.
0: Why would you? I I, I summed up everything perfectly. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> funnily enough, uh, my number ten is also Nemesis.
0: Oh, Okay. Wow. Uh, okay. That's yeah. that's hopefully it won't be as boring as uh hopefully we will not sync up the whole way, but that's cool though. Yeah, All right, number ten, go tough. for it.
1: Um. No. Yeah. So. Again, I, I I I didn't put nearly as much analysis into this, and and let's just say right now for our listeners, um, I my memory is basically shit. I mean, <laughs> so I'm not going to be the guy here who uh, is talking about specific uh, lines of dialogue or uh, or specific scenes, or I might not remember an entire series ever happened. <laughs> um, I mean, if I'm being honest. Uh, so
0: yeah, I thought you meant you you forget that a series existed. That's I thought a, you were just at one point just forget there was a, a Deep space nine.
1: Yes, that's that is what I meant.
0: That is what you meant. Okay, yes. well I'll, I'll keep track of all the eight yeah. series
1: for you. Whatever. You have to. Or, you, you really, I, I'm really gonna be leaning on you. as we've talked about going into this. Guess, uh, yeah, we're really okay, gonna be okay, leaning that's on. That's how we you. roll, man. Yeah. That's how we work. Yeah. Um. So uh. Yeah. So I picked Nemesis. Um. Not so much because I knew Nemesis would be my number 10. It's more that I went from 13 to 12 to 11, and then Nemesis kind of fell there. But I I agreed with with so much of what you were saying. Um, And, uh, yeah, especially, like I said, I don't even remember. I mean, again, you're going to hear me say that a lot. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I don't remember there being, like, very many um, moments with these beloved characters to kind of you know wrap up their their uh you know their their tenure, if you will. Yeah. Um in the shows and the movies. Um so it was definitely disappointing there. I did also expect it to be um more
0: epic in a way.
1: Mm, um, yeah.
2: Um,
0: That's a good point. You know, because like there are there were big broad action strokes in Nemesis, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, seeing data jump you know, through space to get to another ship and right. uh you know right. so there are really cool things but they like just serving the action of that one movie or that one set scene right
2: mm-hmm.
0: i mean it's 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 interesting point you know there's no you know there's no really you know yeah like you said like like epic moments that that that, that change the game yeah like discovery right. does like every other episode so that's, <laughs> <Right>.
1: exactly
0: it's <laughs> true you know, I'd say it's funny, the final note on Nemesis, I guess, because we're both done with it now. Um, it's, um, I, I, did, the moments that they did put in there, uh, the touching moments, I did, I have an emotional reaction to, you know, I, I was, um, they should have lent it a little more, uh, time, I thought, when Data died, but I was mm-hmm. choked up. You know, I was, you know, I thought Marina Sirtis did a really good job of conveying that. You know, she could cry with the best of them. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> um, true. That's so, true. So, you know,
0: her eyes get watery. I, you know, Jordy's a little, you know, just tearing up a little bit. I, I, you know, I'm tearing up. I'm, I'm not, you know, emotional mess when, when stuff like that happens. I wanted a little more of it, but it, 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 it hit me, you know, enough, enough where, where I, you know, I respected it, but I, I could have used a little more of those moments with those character. And Worf didn't have much to do at all. Yeah, in that's the fourth, true. the dwarf the Doctor. They didn't really have – you know, Crusher didn't have much to do at all in the, <laughs> the final doctor. Movie. The Doctor. The <laughs> Doctor. The Klingon had nothing to do on this thing. Neither did the Doctor or the bald guy. All right. Yeah, so yeah, that, that's sorry. our 10. Uh, do you want to – should I swing it back to you to start with uh, nine? Or you okay. Or do you want to just go back and forth? How are we doing this?
1: Let's do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do yep. it. Go for it. So number nine for me was – happened to be the one that I did rewatch. TMP the motion picture. Okay. First of all, you have uh, you have Spock, um, just kind of on Vulcan. His hair's mm-hmm. long, and he looks kind of wild, and, um, and you really don't know what the hell's going on uh, with him. <laughs> right. And you eventually figure it out, and uh, um, which is good storytelling, you know. I, I think um, they handled that really well. Same thing, I guess, kind of with uh, yeah, with most of the characters. It's, it's, certainly at least Kirk and, and bones, um, Hmm. you know, just kind of, you kind of get a sense of, of where they've been in the last, uh, what, uh, 10 years or so. But, uh, so, so, so I gotta give it, I gotta, I gotta give that to them. And I gotta say the, the, um, probably the other thing that I, I, definitely give it credit for is the premise. Um, the broad strokes of the premise are certainly, uh, interesting. I think the the plot and and the twists slash reveal kind of a um, V'ger.
0: I agree, hundred percent. That's the best thing the movie's got going for it. Is is the the story? It's it's such a great original um idea.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: You know, it's and and you know, and spoiler alert for you, this is not on my list. So the only time I'm going to talk about it is now. So yeah. So I mean, it's it's um, it's uh it's a great story. You know, I know the the ship reveal is sort of. Criticize you know for being as long as it was, um, right? Like which at least. 12 you're laughing because to you just lived minutes. through it, <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. I mean the music is rousing and it looks amazing mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I I completely get um, why they would want to really lend time to something like that. You know the ship is a yeah. character and right. it should be treated as such. However, right? It's not the you know it's not the the aria in the middle of the opera right? It's not the uh, <laughs> the end all be all. It's, that's funny. Leon Nemo actually said something almost exactly that when he was um, in in the director's uh, not director's commentary yeah no, I'm sorry director's commentary mm-hmm. for um motion picture yeah I'm sorry it was um it was the director and it was Leonard Nimoy on there and he mentioned something about oh okay you know how yeah, it, it, it you know it should be a character but it should not have gotten you know the attention it got i know a lot of fans <laughs> right. were not crazy about it but that's funny i guess
1: i mean i get that they nice. wanted to you know in in the series um they had this little cheap plastic model or whatever um that you know looked great for the time and was and, and still is very cool looking Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess like once I got that, that, uh, motion picture money, uh, they really wanted to give it its due. (laughs) So I, I I get where they're coming from. Yeah, sure. Um, You you, you get it. But, uh,
0: (laughs) motion picture money. That's funny the way you said that.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Kind of literally and figuratively.
0: Let's keep like, talking for one second about the fact that in 1970, when it came out, 1979, I guess, whenever it yeah,
1: came out. Yeah, I believe yeah, that, I believe that, 79. that we
0: were still amazed that pictures were moving. I, th- I think that's <laughs> that never makes me, that never ceases to amaze me. Like, Superman. No, 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 no. But it's the motion picture, dude. It moves. Just wait till you see this thing. Movies it's, or the talkies movie. have been around for decades. Like, it's still an amazing thing. The motion picture. I know it's, to differentiate it from the TV show. But still, it always cracks me up. No,
1: it's, it's genius, genius. They're thing. still
0: selling the technology of that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the motion picture uh, and introducing. They don't do that enough anymore, either. By the way, introducing versus yeah. Kambata.
1: right? Especially when it's um,
0: Lieutenant Ali or whatever her name was.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, Um uh, Real, real quick on her character. Um, that character. Uh, yeah. She she comes on board. She meets Kirk for the first time. Uh, she already knows Decker, um, and just they, they just have you know quick quick greeting and pleasantries, and uh, just before she says, "Okay, I'll uh, you know I'll, I'll go to my station now. I'll report to my station," she mentions, "Oh, and my uh, my vow of celibacy is on record, Captain."
0: Yeah, I guess that's a thing. I'd never heard of Deltons before. D- the Delt- is she Delton? Is that what it was? I think
1: so. I, I, I think it was Delton. I have to plead complete ignorance on this because I didn't know what in God's name that was all about. <laughs> I couldn't. I. Why would anyone say My mouth say was that? I,
0: I did. What? What? You, I'll take my station, Captain. Oh, just so you know, I don't bang anyone. <laughs> Very good, report to your station, Lieutenant. You know, like why? Why would I you mean, say that? I mean, it was right? insane. Like,
1: yeah, okay. I mean, even if even if there's some some uh, foreknowledge of, of her species, um, again, I I, I I definitely don't. Pretend to uh, to know if there is or not. I assumed it was an um, original there
0: was, there- series that at some point they mentioned Deltons because they didn't mm. really do much of an explanation of it other than the fact of the quick conversation before she came on board, right? She's Delton, you know? Right. That means yeah. we're all going to be hot over her, you know? I guess they just knew that. that. Is that what, what they're going for? They put out some crazy, they, apparently Delton's put out some crazy pheromones that makes anyone around them just want to bang them. Oh, like see, did, I Sulu's know. face, Sulu's and Chekhov's faces were hilarious. Oh, yeah. See, scene, I didn't, from what uh, I remember,
1: I didn't pick up on that. Like, why, yeah, I, there were so many. Were like, <laughs> it was like a Bugs <laughs> Bunny cartoon.
0: How, like, <laughs> there was, they were like, just Tex Avery with their, with their, you know, uh, you know gaga over this woman.
1: Yeah, no, there were, there were so many odd and inexplicable <laughs> choices in this movie, both by the actors. The director, the editor. Um, I could, man, I, I could go on all night about just, just this movie. Um, I gotta kind of stop myself, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick up on, on that what that that was what was going on. Um, so interesting, very interesting, but
0: the video stuff is all cool. And yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, like I said, yeah. it's, uh, it was the first one, you know, it it brought Star Trek it, without that movie. We wouldn't have anything we're talking about here at all. Yes. You know, no next gen, no movies, no nothing, no right. discovery. No Luke and Phil Star Trek Warp Top Ten Podcast.
1: Right. I mean Thank you, no, no Luke or picture. Phil, period.
0: That's that's true. We would have been wiped out of existence out yeah. of the space time continuum.
1: Yeah. Rightfully so.
0: <laughs> Moving on. Okay. You're... So my uh, my number nine yeah. is um it's another next gen. It's Star Trek Insurrection. Okay. Um this was ten earlier this morning and it, it got Got bumped up to nine, you know. Interesting. And I watched, you know, I, 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 this one I've seen, I haven't watched this recently, but I've seen it a gazillion times. Um, I, this was the first DVD I ever bought. Oh, wow. Um, I bought, I bought a DVD player in 1998 just to get this film. Um, Beautiful. you know, remember, you know, DVDs weren't, you, you couldn't buy VHSs right away, but you could always buy like Laserdiscs as soon as the film was released for rental. I always hated that. You wanted to buy a movie when it came out on the first day. A lot of times, it would cost like ninety dollars.
1: Right. There was a, it was this it was this crazy like uh, kind of like deal that I guess the industry had with uh with with the was it? was it was it was like a deal like a yeah like yeah I think that's why they, they couldn't right uh, yep so so the rental you know the 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 the, uh, the rental stores could have exclusive um, rights to it. You know, not so not not truly exclusive, but um, just put it out of the reach of of the uh, ordinary man or woman.
0: Yeah, I tell you what, I I almost pulled the trigger on a couple of them because I wanted them so bad. I almost paid ninety dollars for you know interview with a vampire because I couldn't wait two months for it to come on. The best thing that ever happened.
1: The best thing ever happened to me as a kid was <laughs> was uh, when my local video store went out of business. I mean, it was a terrible thing, but it was great because they sold everything for like a dollar. And this was in I like. Nine, uh, 1988, maybe. Oh, so, like, boy, I'm buying up like great. Temple of Doom, uh, all the Star Trek movies. At that point, I got, I snagged oh, actually. For um, a dollar each. It was, it was something like that. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I ended sure. up spending like maybe ten or twelve bucks on like at least that many movies. The it, rentals it were like great. three dollars back then, right? Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah, that's, yeah.
0: A, that's, a sweet deal. Yeah. So yeah, so it was the first DVD that I ever bought, and uh, and I watched it a million times, and you know, it, it's, it's. It, it's a, it's a, it's a decent movie. You know, it, it's not, um, doesn't get my blood pumping. It's not, you know, super exciting. Um, but it's a really nice, down to earth story. Um, I, I like F. Marie Abraham a lot. You know, he yeah. played the, the, the Sona villain and right. I was hoping for a little more from him. I don't think it was him. I think he could have been written a little better. Um, you know, I, most villains can be written a little better. You know, you, it's very rare you find the villain in any. Franchise or movie that sure. that is really fleshed out and well written, and I think with somebody like F. Marie Abraham, who um, you know who has got the chops, you really you know you have an opportunity there to have something, have something good. Actually, you know honestly, it reminds me a lot of what they didn't do with Robert Carlyle in um in the world is not enough. You know what a what a great yeah Bond villain.
1: Good point. Yeah, he's
0: not introduced till an hour into the movie. Yeah. All of his lines are so generic. It just yeah. What a waste of talent. That's kind of what I thought. What they yeah, did with he's F. Marie Abraham. Yeah, right. He, he's great. Yeah. Yeah, And, uh, so I like the villain, you know, it was a, it was a lot of, uh, lighthearted, funny moments, which, you know, isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I, I do think that, um, that they could have done a lot of things better, uh, especially, and this is, this is what puts it at number nine more than anything else for me, mm-hmm. is that it's coming off of, 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 uh, a really successful first contact. Okay. Um, you yeah. know, yeah. box office, um, you know, smashed Star Trek speaking, you know, it's certainly mm-hmm. an opening weekend. Uh, first contact was great, but, uh you know we'll we'll get to that one
1: yes not for a long time probably
0: <laughs> no not for a long time that's right
1: although i don't think we want to make this episode 10 years long either
0: i know They were right like oh a long time all right yeah let me, let me go back to uh to audiobooks <laughs> uh so i uh i uh, i really like um you know uh like jonathan frakes as a director um before and oh, after yeah. um yeah and, and i feel like he did a he did a he did an okay job you know uh but i, I was really really hoping for a little more um after the the success uh, both critical and financial of a uh, first contact. So it's a, it's a good little movie and yeah, uh, you yeah. know but not enough to get past 9 apparently for me.
1: Yeah, it actually uh didn't make the top 10 for me at all. Uh, oh,
0: interesting. Okay.
1: Uh unlike you, uh I did not own this movie. Um and uh it's kind of sad to to know that this was like the DVD that you were stuck you know with the the very first one that you watched a million times as we all did with our first DVDs. Right, um, but uh, yeah, it's too bad it couldn't have been like you know first contact or something. Well, I had the Matrix um, right
0: after that, so I was fine.
1: Okay, good. good.
0: <laughs> Which was <laughs> I don't even remember. It was with the first DVD where when they had the scene selections, the little TVs were moving in the scene selections. Oh, that was the first okay. time I ever saw that, and I was like, "Oh my yeah. god!" Can really jump to right that, to yeah. the scene where you know. He I could jump right Agent into Smith. the TV. I could jump to a scene. I never had, I never had a laser LaserDisc, so that wasn't a thing for me until that happened. Yeah, no, me neither. That was my nine. So I'm going to go ahead and follow suit and just go right into my eight then, all right? Do it. So my eight is Star Trek Beyond. Uh, let's get into the Kelvin universe a little bit here. So um, right. Kelvin timeline, excuse me. So yeah, so uh, I'm a big fan of the Kelvin timeline uh, and uh, and Beyond for me was a lot of fun. Um, you know, the actors really, it was the third in the series, so the actors really settled in, was starting to settle into the characters. Yeah. Um, getting to know who they are. Um, you didn't need to establish anything. You just kind of could kind of jump right in with, with its own story. Um, couple things that keep it at seven, though, you know, um, I'm sorry, keep it at eight. Um, you know, an unrecognizable Idris Elba, you know, I think, Again, they're not giving these, these actors. you really yeah. right. I mean, yeah. how do you one? I mean, the guys, you know, not bad to look at. So you want you want to put them front and center. Um, yep. you know, uh, on 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 these on the posters, on anything, you know, get people to see this film. But um that was one of the big drawbacks of the film was the marketing was almost not I'm a not giant a Star Trek fan and I almost didn't know it was coming out until right. it was like out. Right. It just yeah. it, it, I know it was I'm pretty sure it was like July. So I know it was buried in the movie season. It wasn't, you know, sure. April, May, or June, which are the big, nowadays, the big, uh, nowadays. We're always the big, uh, you know, I say April because April's, you know, relatively speaking, in the last 10 years has become a, you know, the MCU did a lot to make April a big summer month. But May and June are the big the big uh, movie releases. So this was pushed back to July, um, you know, didn't have J.J. Abrams attached. Uh, it had Justin Lin, um, you know, from the um, uh, Fast and the Furious series. And it had a different look to it. Um, the, uh, the, the, the poster actually did look, was, was reminiscent of uh, the motion picture, actually, which I like. You know, the three faces huh. and the sort of the rainbow colors coming down. I liked that. That was, I don't a,
1: remember, I don't remember that poster.
0: Interesting. Oh, clearly an homage to, yeah, motion picture. So yeah, I, I liked, yeah, liked cool. what they were doing there. Yeah. It was pretty much Kirk Spock and Jalen, um, you know, the, the alien introduced in the film. Right. So, you know, Who you tried it yourself. Oh, awesome. she was great. Yeah. She was yeah. one of the, one of the best parts of the movie. No doubt about it. But you hired Idris Elba and, um, you know, um, the marketing wasn't there. But the film itself, tons of fun, um, you know, does not hesitate getting going. It looked fantastic. Great action. Um, you know, the Yorktown, um, you know, Starbase or whatever it was, was uh, was really, really interesting. Very um, yeah. very Doctor Strange, you know, or before Doctor Strange, really. So, the Doctor Strange was very Yorktown, you could say. But, um, <laughs> you know, sort of twisting, the, you know, the cityscape and everything. So... A lot, lot, lot of fun to watch. You know, I, I, I love these movies. Um, you know, one of those three had to be, you know, my least favorite. And Beyond just happened to be that. Um, and, you know, um, talking about emotionality, just a quick about, um, you know, Anton Yelchin and uh, Leonard Nimoy both passed away before uh, this yeah. movie was released. You know, it was um, tough. That was really tough. I thought they handled it pretty well. You know, I like, um, you know, Zachary Quinto getting the news about himself passing away, which was, you know, an interesting... Trek I think thing, it was really, you know, really
1: well done. To be honest, it was. It, it yeah. was. It was kind of heavy-handed because it takes you out of the movie a little bit, knowing you know why they're doing that. But I mean, I don't think they could have done it. Hundred
0: uh, percent agree. I didn't mind. I didn't mind that it took me out of the right. for a couple of minutes. It, you exactly. know, they they deserve to have that. Um, have that moment. Um, you know, and I'm sure Anton will get that in the next. Um, you know, Star Trek movie. Um, I have no doubt. I know at the end they gave the little um. I think it was in Memory of Leonard Nimoy and then for Anton, Anton. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Um Yeah. Right. Which was which was you know, which was great. Uh, such a tragedy. Another uh, victim of twenty seven. Believe it yeah. or not. Um, yeah. Anton Yelchin. It's just weird a weird uh the age weird of thing 27. going on there with twenty seven. Yeah. Anyway, that's you know that that that's that's my beyond. Um anything else on uh beyond there or is that gonna be uh
1: Well Beyond is actually also my number eight.
0: Hey, um, here we go. All right.
1: Yeah. Um, i actually had it a little bit higher but um i i, I kind of swapped uh my eight and my seven so yeah so it's my number eight now um yeah agree with everything you said um i guess uh i, I definitely felt the absence of uh jj as as the director huh. um it felt different and not even to say like Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see the JJ in it, but I, you know, I could, I could see the uh, what's his name, uh, the, the the new director, um, Justin. Lynn. Yeah, um, but it just definitely felt different in 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 just a lot of very um, subtle, almost imperceptible ways sometimes. But huh. just being aware of that in the back of my mind, it, it kind of I, it made me hyper aware of, of of all the choices kind of made in the movie. I think no doubt about it. Right, it's yeah, um, it's like
0: watching like West Wing post Aaron Sorkin. Right, it's like it yeah, changes. Yeah, it changes. Yeah. You know, even just knowing that you know that 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 kind of creative force is not there anymore it changes your perspective of how you how you watch it. Even you know, right. through no fault of the yeah. person taking over.
1: Especially with the action. I mean, it was, and and that's, it was great. I think that's
0: why they brought him on board. Right. I mean, JJ mm-hmm. left to do Star Wars. You know, mm-hmm. um, I would have liked to have seen him finish. You know, finish. You know, what was at the time a trilogy, but yeah. you know, he 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 went to do Star Wars and think you know him and his boys were still producers on it you know um his boys it's robert Orsi and uh his children you know, kurtzman right yeah right is uh the jj's guys so you know not thinking it's justin lynn I, I thought it was thought it was fun it was a lot of fun um yeah you know so i, I agree with you that it, you know it was definitely different though it definitely wasn't you know wasn't didn't have that jj feel
1: right and also yeah just uh i would also say that it didn't um it was another movie uh like insurrection where um, nothing, nothing major uh, in 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 the franchise uh, happens. It's um, it's a it's a it's a really cool little story. Um, but uh, that's kind of it.
0: The, you, you know, know the funny. The only I, I, obviously, um, if I remember correctly, the um, the Enterprise was destroyed, and so they they got the Enterprise A the same way. Okay. The uh, like Kirk and them yeah. did at the end True. of Star Trek Three, right?
1: True. Was yeah, Star Trek Three. Uh. You're asking yeah, me. it was,
0: right? They flew the Klingon Warbird. Oh no, no. I'm sorry, no, it wasn't. It was the
1: NSC. No, 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 no. of 4 End of four. End of yeah. four,
0: right. Yeah. So, yep. so, so at some point you know the Kirk crew is gonna get the A. So I, mm-hmm. I think this was that passing of that, you know. So
1: Yeah. So that was cool. So the Enterprise yeah, I, was in a about great, that
0: great scene. That, that crash scene, it made the generations uh, saucer oh. section crash scene look like nothing. Yes. Um yes. so it really looked amazing. But you know, <laughs> no fault of generations. They've had twenty six. <laughs> it years looked like nothing. Nothing. It was garbage. Uh <laughs> That was like a 22 year difference between the two films. So yeah, there was a lot of <laughs> lot of lot of tech, as they say yeah. in the business, that uh, helped that out. But yeah. So yeah. So that, other than that, though, that's the only thing I can think of that really, you know, really sort of moved the franchise forward was uh, they got a new ship, which we'll see what it looks like. Hopefully, at some point. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fingers that's crossed cool. that
0: they keep that keep that timeline going.
1: We'll see. Number seven generations. Hey,
0: there you go. Now which... we're talking.
1: Yeah, I mean, man this this movie, seeing. The next gen on the big screen was i mean it was mind-blowing it really was mm. i wasn't old enough uh, for the motion picture um uh, and certainly not for the original series i'd see reruns kind of i think we talked about this on the uh our intro uh episode yeah. mini episode but um yeah this is the first time that first of all generations was my star trek um you know first aired i was i guess around uh nine or ten and, and then as we spoke about in the intro, you and I, uh, you know, we became fast friends over over Star Trek and specifically uh, Next Gen. Um, and then when Generations came out, uh, you and I uh, went to go see it. Uh, yeah. So, so, I mean. We were late. Remember we
0: were late for that?
1: Yes. Oh, I mean,
0: we, late, late. Speaking, we got in just as the director, um, you know, uh, David Carson, just as that name came on screen. Wow. That's what. That's where, that's okay, where we sat there. Trap. Oh yeah, I, I, I remember because I was like, I was desperate to get there on time.
1: That's no, I, I definitely remember racing to get there. Was
0: driving us there. You remember that?
1: Yes. Yep. I do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, and I, I was like, we cannot be late for this movie. No way.
1: Right. I, why were we late? Do you remember? Because
0: I, I, I'm sure it was him. Positive was him. I'm pretty sure he. We're waiting for him to get out of work.
1: So he gets Sounds out of work. Familiar. And we're
0: like, let's go. It was Freehold. Right. I'm right. pretty Sure, it was Freehold. We yeah, raced from yeah. like, like Howell McDonald's to get to, get to Freehold to, to see it. Oh, I was, I did not want to be late. It was an afternoon matinee, right? I remember. Yeah, it uh, was
1: light out for sure.
0: I was so excited to see that.
1: Both movie. when we went in and, and came out, it was, it was light out. Always yeah. a movie
0: experience when you come out and it's light out, but.
1: Always. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, I mean, that, that was, so, so yeah, it was really special to me on, on, on so many profound levels. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, I'm sad, though, that it couldn't be higher than number seven because a Star Trek movie just should be epic. And and certainly, you know, a very, very major thing happened. Uh, spoiler alert, Kirk, uh, Kirk dies. Um, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so, um, But, you know, and that, I think that's getting at the heart of what, what I'm trying to express is that it was his death specifically. It was so – the whole plot really – and how he was involved specifically was just so random. Um, and I mean,
0: kind of they, throwaway they could have gone almost. back to any point in time to stop Soren, right? Right. Well, there's they go there's back that to where too. they're still yeah. sort of endangered.
1: They're, they're I, still very much in, <laughs> in imminent danger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. All right, so let's go back to the part where I'm hanging off the cliff by one hand. We can start there, right? Right. And I'll get one
1: get other person to help me.
0: I don't get it, yeah. Like, you can, you can go anywhere in time. You can go kill him as a baby. I know that's the stupid, you know. But the point is, you, you you get him when he's on the ship. Go back to the time when he's on. You and Kirk, go back to the Enterprise when he's in 10 forward, hanging out. Yeah. You know, hey, Gunn, where is he? Oh, there he is. Okay, we're going to kill him right now and then just save the universe. Like, why not just do that? Yeah. Save the universe. Save the planet, anyway.
1: Well, that, that, that's another good point um you yeah, right. big what disappointment the one planet right there was what the only thing at stake was a planet that we barely saw and we never saw a single living thing let alone interesting like sentient Viridian species 3, at all. I believe
0: right yeah sounds right, right. yeah like who was the, you know at who least cares? uh at least uh you know show us the uh show us a kid and his mom right like they right. Do that in every I mean movie God, nowadays, at least
1: right? yeah I mean they did it in countless episodes of Next Gen, uh, that, that yeah. kind of thing. It, you, you see the people, even though it, it feels tiny because it's like maybe seven, you know, character actors kind of sure. in a room and, and, and just, you know, see a you know, cartoon matte painting and, and people superimposed, like walking around on, on sky walkways. Um, but that was way more than we got for this movie you know for the movie <laughs> where and and for the for the the point where Kirk dies it was it was uh fascinatingly um banal
0: fascinatingly unfascinating Correct. you know i um they did have a tough tough time um you know uh they do this was the need, we need to pass the torch movie right, right if you feel like right. they needed that and they did they did that you know they needed to start mm-hmm. out with the kirk with the Kirk, the Kirk, the passion. <laughs> well, I called him the Clerk,
1: so Clerk.
0: <laughs> but well, they didn't start out with with the Kirk crew. They need to start out with you know, you had yeah, Kirk, Scotty, and um, you know, Chekhov. and mm-hmm. you know, you needed to show that you know, okay, they're they're giving the okay for this next generation crew to to you know take up the reins on the movie,
1: right? Um, right.
0: You know, movie front, and so that that's hard to do. It's always hard to work you know all those people in. It's always hard to. You know, you write a script alone is hard to do, but now you have to do it like this. You know, it's like a James Bond movie or a um, an MCU movie, right? Where you okay, yeah, come up with a story, but you got to work all this in because this is gonna, you know, this is gonna move us forward.
1: Right. Um, right.
0: So it, it, it's it's a tough task. Um, you know, so
1: not yeah, I would I, w- I don't disagree. They they had a tough task for sure.
0: And and this is this is you know um, coming up on my list as well. You know and. Um, you know there are some things I do love about it. I'll I'll talk about sure. that in, in, in a little bit. But yeah, you know I I totally see where you're coming from with, with all the all the um you know the criticisms you have of it.
1: Yeah, and 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 I definitely had a lot of stuff that I loved about it too.
0: Great. Yeah. So my number seven is the Voyage Home, Star Trek IV. Okay. Um, you know I I thought this was going to be higher on my list when I started putting mm. the list together because I do love this movie. That this this is we're in we're in love territory now. This is um. Yeah, you know, this is, I, I, the rest of these movies I really, really love, and uh, and Voyage Home is a lot of fun. It it is the first full movie I I, I ever saw for Star Trek. So it's Voyage Home. I, I saw it in the theaters. My my father was a big Star Trek fan. We took the whole family to see, as you could with this movie. Yes, um, and uh, and it was a lot of fun. You know, I didn't I didn't get a lot of the sci fi. I didn't know you know. Um, all of the relationships I knew, sort of knew who was who, uh, just based on my father being a fan, but it was funny. It was fun. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. when they get to San Francisco in 1986, you, you, you know, you know what's going on because it's, it's San Francisco, 1986. It's, you know, um, (laughs) it's a down to earth film. So a lot of fun. Uh, Yeah. Right. Literally down to earth. And, uh, you know, Spock was great. You know, I got that he was still. I think my father told me he was still, you know, recovering from okay. Star Trek Three. You know, yeah. uh, I didn't know anything about that really, but uh, yeah, that always confused seen, me.
1: As, as it, yeah, I'd seen bits you know. of Star
0: Trek Two, so I kind of guessed that he was dead, and now he's not, and that's pretty yeah. much all I needed. Yeah I, yeah, I guess I didn't need the third movie to tell me that, but you know, so that that was a lot of fun. And not, not much to say here. You know, I like uh, I like the whole plot. I love the, um, you know, the menace of this, uh, you know, sphere and. You know, sort of block traveling through space, just you know, messing things up and <laughs> sphere
1: you know, you and the know, old sphere and block s- old,
0: combo. Spear sphere off the old block, you know, and the uh, the whale <laughs> sounds, you know, which you don't know their whale sounds so Spock figures it out, and right. they they got to get whales. It's such a weird thing, but uh, it worked. And yeah. um, and Catherine Hicks was great, like I, I, Kirk's love interest. I liked her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of lot of lot of fun uh, fun moments and quotes. You know. Um, you're from outer space. No, I'm from Iowa. I only working outer space. Like I love that line. You know, yeah. it's very, really grounded. It it really points out more than anything else to me. People who don't understand Star Trek, I tell them, look, they it's it's the future, and you know they're they're from Earth. They just you know, they just they working outer space. You know, it helps me explain Star Trek to some people. So sometimes. true. So true. Yeah, but uh, no, just a fun movie. Not much to say there, other than that, a uh, lot of fun. And I love watching it. I love rewatching it. Good stuff.
1: Yeah, that was uh, yeah, like you said. Anyone could kind of like this, uh, just kind of this. It was accessible to to really anyone who wanted to be open to it, whether you knew anything about Star Trek or not. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, and everyone loves a fish out of water uh, story. So, so just those two things combined is just just great. All right. Uh, my number six, right? Yeah. Uh, Voyage Home.
0: <laughs> Ooh, there you go. Wow, we're we're all, we're on a lot of the same pages
1: here. Yeah. You know what? I'm looking at my list. I might swap it. I might want to be swapping it with the next- A swap. A live swap. A live swap. I'm going to- Do it. I'm going to do it. Do it right now. Has it ever been done?
0: Never. Never. In the history of time, it's never been done. Do it.
1: Okay. Number six, Into Darkness.
0: Oh, wow. Here we go. Okay. We're going to differ on this one.
1: Yeah. Just talking about Voyage Home made me realize, ah, man. Yeah. Really love that movie. As silly as it can be. And, 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 you know, I think think people can- um, Maybe look down on it a little bit, Voyage Home, as uh, as being a little too silly for Star Trek, maybe. Hmm. Um, but I'm not one of them. I kind of loved loved it through and through, especially you know at that age. But so into darkness. Yeah, I really really enjoyed this movie, but I had some problems with it. Okay. Um, the first thing that comes to mind. I don't know why I'm starting on the negative. Uh, I guess because. Like you said, we're going into like positive territory here, so I can start with the negatives of these movies because um, uh, there's more positives than not. Um, but man, I feel like the ending was just such a such a letdown.
0: The the flip flop, the Kirk Kirk Spock sort of changing places.
1: Several 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 things about the ending. Okay. So that's one of them. Um, I love the idea of the homage to uh, Kirk and Spock. One of them dying um, for the good of the many. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. I just don't. I think it took me out of the movie too much. Huh? Hmm. And that when that happens to me, it's 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 really tough for me to recover from. And then just just even Spock's yelling of the name Khan, uh, the the <laughs> which which was uh, required at that point um, as part of the homage. Uh, yeah. It's just oof. It was kind of a cringe moment for me, I think. I,
0: I, I, I could see that. Yeah. I see that.
1: Yeah. More than that, more than that. Cause I did, I did also kind of like, like I said, I like, I like the homage idea. Um, and a little twist there, but you know, I just remember about the ending, I, what I always jumped to my head is just Spock and, and Khan just running around, uh, jumping around off of, uh, you know, um, Barges. Barge. Yeah. Like just, just yeah. ships or, you know, like personal craft. Like, I, don't, I don't even know what they
0: call for cars, actually. I never thought personal about
1: that. Personal what, what do they call cars in the, uh, the 24th century?
0: Uh, you know? I don't know.
1: Yeah. do you know when we get there? Shit. Okay. But anyway, I just remember them running around, jumping, uh, chasing each other and, uh, shooting at each other and then just punching each other. It was, um, it was not, and this is this is gonna be a, a cliche uh, thing to to say, but it wasn't Trek for me. Like it, it, it huh. felt very anti Trek. Not because it was action. Um as, as we've already mentioned. We yeah. were both big fans of uh, of action and action in Trek. Um but uh, I don't know. It just it just felt flat for me.
0: I'm not saying anything because I disagree with what you're saying and we'll get to it when we get to it. Excellent.
1: Okay. Yeah. So I'll leave it at that um
0: okay well I, no i will
1: i'll leave it at that overall I, I i loved it i loved cumberbatch as as con mm. um and uh they played it up as a good mystery um you know in the beginning like who he was i mean we knew again well this is kind of a con for me but we kind of knew he, <laughs> a C O N con con yeah you know- <laughs> um, but, we, but we knew that he was k-h-a-n uh, i know khan, they totally botched kinda. that didn't they yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we'll talk about it now because I'm
0: gonna talk about it later. But they totally botched that. Like everyone knew mm-hmm. he was playing Khan, and then all of a sudden, no, 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 he's not playing Khan. And we're like, yeah, come on. He, we know he's Khan. <laughs> no, he's John Harrison now. He's just gonna play a regular officer. Yeah, oh yeah, just yeah. gonna play like a you know, regular officer. Come on. Right. And like
1: I said, that that that's another thing that kind of took me out of the movie and and, and kind of uh, hmm. you know made a little disappointing for me. But um, but but you know, taking myself back into the movie. I guess um, you know, I didn't let that get to me too much. Um I did. I did enjoy like the mystery. I think it was well written of of who he was and huh. what he was up to and Yeah, um, they gave him a good motive kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was good. Um not original, <laughs> obviously, <Right>. but uh <laughs> but it was it was well it was well written and well played. So, I'll leave it at that.
0: All right. Sounds good. All right. My number 6 is Star Trek Generations. We talked about it a lot of it already. Yeah. Um so just briefly, you know, I, this was the first Next Gen movie same as you. I couldn't wait to see it. Um you know, this movie to me, it was episodic. Like it felt like a, like a long episode of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing, um, you know, it's so high on all this because it was the first one. I'm so sentimental for it. I could not wait for this film. Um, when I heard they were going to do a movie, oh my God, I was so excited. Uh, yeah. so it, it could have been a piece of crap and I would have been so excited. Right. Unfortunately, this was, you know, wasn't. held up. No, it was not. It, it, right. it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, for me, this movie comes down to moments. I, I, I love the moments. Um, we talked mm-hmm. about you know what was wrong with it plot wise the nexus and all that but for me I love Riker um taking taking command and you know blowing up Lursa and Bator like I I fell for that moment yeah you know, that was
1: great that was great
0: where you know it fire you know and they they figured out the. Um, you know, whatever the shield, you the know, shield whatever.
1: frequency, yeah, yeah, the
0: yeah. shield frequency. Right, you know, right. Uh, which was, by the way, that was that was a great little plot point. You know, Lursa and Bator using Geordi to get the Enterprise's shield frequency. That was really you never seen that before, where the
1: yeah, that was great. just go
0: right through the shields, like it's just you know, totally none of this fifty percent, forty percent, thirty percent, just boom, totally. stuff's blown up. That was and pretty
1: how cool. Fu- and how fun was it to watch watch them uh, kind of <laughs> seeing the uh, seeing through Geordi's eyes and just had, like the, the the actors just had. So much fun with it.
0: Yeah, kind of. for sure. And, and, and those, I loved, I love seeing Lursa and Mator again. You know, they um, totally. They, uh, they were on next gen. Then they did that one episode of D Space, and then you know, boom, mm-hmm. they got their their final, final bow in uh, in Generations. <laughs> that was that was fun seeing them. Yeah. So that yeah. was no, so Generations. Yeah. What well, what can you say? It was it was it's a fun movie. It could have been better, but it was the first next gen movie. So it's uh it's number six on my list. Nice. Pretty cool. So I'll jump right into my number five then. And, right. uh, it's, a uh, Star Trek six, The Undiscovered Country.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: This is, um, you know what? This movie, uh, shouldn't be as good as it is. Uh, you know, a sixth movie, movie in a franchise, unless you're, uh, you know, unless you're a Mission Impossible movie, it, it shouldn't be as good as it is. But, uh, it's, uh, you know, great, great story, great plot, great pacing. Like this movie is yes. imminently rewatchable. Um, it's, uh, imminent, imminent. It's rewatchable, is what I'll say. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's, it's really, really well done. Um, you know, I, I, I was very excited when it came out in the theaters about the tip of the hat to the Next Generation episode uh, Unification. You know, mm. um, they were both sort of doing they were doing a simultaneous, uh, you know, um, airing of the episode and the movie being released. So Spock sort of, um, you know, references his own appearance in Next Generation in the movie. Wow. I like that. You know, I didn't
1: remember that. That's very yeah. Cool. You know, he
0: see he tells, um, he tells a. Uh, what is it? Kirk, you may be aware of the small part I played in, you know, in the Klingon, blah, 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 you know, whatever it was. Huh. Uh, Wait, so, or the, the Romulan. Uh, uh, Picard. No, no. Uh, Kirk, in, in, in Undiscovered Country. Yes, I'm sorry. In, in, in Next Gen, I'm confusing myself. Yeah. Spock is talking <laughs> to Picard about the small right. role he played okay. in the Klingon, you know. So, um, you know, a reference to the movie that really didn't come out yet. So, that's kind of cool. Or just did, just was just released.
1: Yeah. So, really cool. I didn't even realize that. But no, that. Kim
0: Cattrall was fun. Uh, you know, great, mm-hmm. great guest um, actress there, um yeah. as a Vulcan. Um and she had a lot of fun doing that, um, uh, from yeah. you know, from what I've 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 heard.
1: Oh, really? And, yeah, you uh, could tell. You could tell.
0: You know, so so you have these two great stories. You got, you know, Kirk and Bones trying to you know, it, it's a prison uh break part of the film, which isn't <laughs> like a prison right. break in a movie. Right. Yeah. And uh and you got this the Spock investigation going on on the ship, you know, mm-hmm. trying to figure out and Christopher that was Plummer. Great.
1: That was great.
0: Yeah, right, wasn't it? And yeah. uh, Christopher Plummer, so much fun, uh, mm-hmm. as this over-the-top, but lovingly, you know, um, <laughs> purposefully and, and, and um, you know, well-done over-the-top, uh, you know, villain, quoting Shakespeare of all things. Shakespeare, yeah, on, Shakespeare, a uh, Shakespeare, Shakespeare fan.
1: <laughs> and just if nothing else, this yeah. movie
0: gave us, um, you know, revenge is a dish, best mm-hmm. served cold, you know, that dude, yeah. Tarantino opened up Kill Bill with, which is just- Amazing. We're going to be talking about Tarantino at some point. Um, you know, and, and whether or not he's going to be making his Star Trek movie, God, I hope so. But, uh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: no, this movie was, this movie was a lot of fun. Um, hit, you know, fired on all cylinders for me, a great ending for that crew. You know, yes. um, they all have the moment on the bridge at the end, second yeah. start of the ride and straight on till morning, you know, just, a a fun little, uh, a good, good little moment there for that crew. It just, just a, a great movie. I love this movie a lot. I loved it way more than I thought I was going to. And I've watched it so many times since then.
1: Yeah. I got a uh, Yeah. I, I would totally agree with everything you just said. So I'm on to, I'm on to number, oh, no, no, my number five, Voyage Home.
0: Voyage Home. All right. There it is. We we flip flopped it. We should have just, we just flip flopped it.
1: See now, see, that's why you don't do it live. (laughs) I'm totally confused now. Uh, I've lost track. Um, no, I think we, I pretty much said, we, we both pretty much said everything. Yeah. I think we wanted to say about that movie. Um, yeah. So I'll just move on to, uh, My number four. Here we
0: go. Now we're getting to it.
1: Yeah. Now we're getting to the meat and potatoes. Yeah. Uh, number four, Wrath of Khan.
0: All right. I'm, I mean, I'll, I'll say right off the bat, I'm surprised it's not higher on your list. I thought for sure Wrath of Khan was going to be one or two.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Um, Well.
0: Let's talk about it. Man. It's
1: close enough. I mean, don't. God, don't make me feel. No, feel no, bad. don't be silly.
0: I, I was just in my head, I'm trying to predict what, what you were going to do. We, we didn't talk about this ahead of time, everybody. We just, you know, I, I wanted to hear his as he was, as yeah. he was giving it to me. So, yeah, yeah. So I, I just in my head, I, I pictured Rathcon being, being one or two, maybe even one.
1: So I can't, um, so I have to say, uh, again, going back to my Swiss cheese, cheese uh, memory, uh, <laughs> uh, like Dr. Uh, Sam Beckett. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen this one as much. As I, as I, have, I as I want to have mm. is that I don't know. I was trying to find the right grammar there. Um, I saw it. I want to say probably early nineties. Okay. I didn't see it. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, I saw bits and pieces of it. Pieces of it on, like at my friend's house who had HBO. You know, in the eighties. Um, but that was before Voyage Home. And, uh, which was my entree really hmm. into, uh, into Trek. So I don't remember a lot of specifics,
2: hmm. okay. but I
1: just remember it being, uh, and you know what, maybe this is why it's number four instead of number one. Um, well, no, it wouldn't, it wouldn't beat my number one, but maybe number two. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just rambling at this point about it because, uh, I don't, like I said, I don't remember a lot of specifics um probably the last time i saw it was maybe know, oh, god 10 years maybe at this point hmm. yeah um but it was just it was just a roller coaster and after the motion picture tmp um i mean it was just like a revelation of of what a star trek movie could be you know great i mean the best maybe the best villain ever i mean it's in, in star trek you
0: could certainly you could make that argument one of the best villains of all time you can make that argument
1: yeah, I mean for sure, yeah.
0: movie-wise. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, others might you know shoot to mind as being a little better, but he's definitely. You could make the argument. He's in the conversation for sure.
1: Definitely, definitely, um, and just such a, such a great play up of of him, and uh, especially if you hadn't seen the the original series, uh, which, episode which I done. hadn't. Yeah, um, which I hadn't either. Back then, for sure. Right. Um, but you didn't have to really. Uh, they gave you everything you needed without being um you know too expository totally um and it was just a role it was just a fun ride yeah. it was just a great fun ride just just what like such a such a perfectly uh paced uh perfectly plotted screenplay
0: agreed perfectly i mean with, with it, it, you know it's got everything and you know i'll talk about it a little later but yeah no it's it's i agree with yeah. everything you're saying 100
1: yeah i'll leave it at that i mean i'll definitely uh chime in i want to hear what your what your Brain Remembers. Yeah. But I can't. Sure. A lot of, uh, probably a lot of stuff.
0: But for right now, I'm on number four. And this is my yeah. Star Trek Into Darkness, number four. All right. Okay. So. We're I, really close here. I, I, we are. And, and I, you know, again, I guess I should have seen that coming, that we were going to kind of sort of be in sync with a lot of these, um, <laughs> if not right yeah. on the money. But, so Into Darkness, man, I love it. You know, it, it's, it's it was so much goddamn fun. You know, um, I love Benedict Cumberbatch, of course. Uh, you know, he- he really went for it in a couple of the scenes, which, you know, I mean, I like, like he could be very subtle, but he can be over the top as well. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Khan, you know, Khan's a little over the top. So I don't mind him going for it. <laughs> yeah. Um and the scene where he really, really go, you know, hams it up a little bit was um the scene where he really sold his his motive and his drive behind why he was doing this and what he's fighting for. And it really, you know, um just sells it. it you know, I'm I'm s i am i was sold. Like, you know, he's he's Cumberbatch and I thought he did a great job. And I thought he was a physical presence, which actually I would never pictured him as before until, you know, yeah, seeing right? him. He's, he's, you know, pretty yeah. tall and he, you know, he did a great job. Uh, you know, yeah. this, this movie was, I liked the, the Kirk, um, Spock, um, you know, sort of juxtaposition at the end of this one. Like, you know, I, I mm-hmm. thought they really made the theme of the film, you know, um, what, you know, Kirk's sacrifice commitment to, to what he is discovering is his family and, and, you know, when he turns yeah, around yeah, and, very true. and staring Peter Weller down, he turns around and just says, you know, sorry. Like, you know, that, like, he, like he, he let down his family. I think from that moment on, he, he, he mm. realized he would do anything for them. And that really leads to the culmination of him sacrificing himself. I like the idea that we're seeing a con movie redone, but you're not exactly sure what they're going to do with it. And when Spock isn't the one to sacrifice himself, I thought that was refreshing. I, I like seeing Kirk do that. As far as them jumping on barges and hitting each other, buddy, I gotta tell you, I thought that was awesome. When when Uhura, you know, says to Spock, you know, Spock, yeah. we, we we can't be can't beam him up, but we can only be we can be one person down. And he turns and looks at her yeah. and she goes, go get him. Like I was so that's, fired up, man. I didn't awesome. care. I yeah, no. That's the stuff I, hear that you. I live I for. Hear the, you. In the, in the, I mean, I was yeah. like I think I I think I literally you know, pump my fist in the theater. I'm a sucker for that stuff, and she <laughs> sold it with her line. And he went down there. And you know, who else? Who else could take him on physically? No one except Spock. Like, so I wanted to see them go fist to cuffs. I wanted to see them, you know, go tit for tat because he's the only one who would have a shot physically at taking him down. Because not only do we know Khan is super strong already, but I mean, they mm-hmm. establish him as such a such a great fighter in the movie. You know, he's taking on all those Klingons. He's you know, he's doing all this stuff. Um, yeah, he's a tactical genius. Awesome. Yeah, it was so awesome. He's crushing skulls with his hands. You know, have you ever tried to crush <laughs> something pushing in on each hand? It is. It's not easy. So yeah. he did that. He did that. He crushed a human especially skull, especially skulls. Especially skulls. I've tried a few yeah. and I cannot do it. So no, it's it's. Mean he was. So he he was a badass. Um, I I just love the movie. Tons of fun. Um Looked fantastic. Uh, JJ I thought was hitting his stride with. um you know, uh, certainly hitting his stride with lens flares, which 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 is great. <laughs> and uh, no, I, I, I just I love this movie. It's
1: become such a joke, but man, I think it looks. I great. think it's amazing. Uh, Got to be it's so totally unique honest. The way it looks, yeah. I love it. So unique and so 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 real. Yeah, uh, felt like felt like you were there, kind of yeah. with all those lights in your face. You
0: know? hundred <laughs> percent. So just yeah. such a such a fun movie. Yep. Um. Yeah. So is it cool. me? Okay. I, I keep going. So I'm gonna go with my number three. Yes. Star to Trek it. to the Wrath of Khan. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, it right.
0: wasn't one or two on my list. I, I just thought maybe it might have been on your list. Um, <laughs> interesting. It was
1: so close though. Why, why, why would you think? Well, yeah. I mean, it's just because too, for uh, me,
0: it was uh, a, you could flip-flop any of my three to any other position. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. they're all pretty much up there. Now, I, I'm not right. a big original series fan. I'm just watching the series now for the first time next, uh, original right. series, but. Right. But this movie. We should,
1: we should, we should put that caveat out here, by the way. Maybe we should put that up top. Well, I figured we disclaimer. certainly would
0: with other top tens when it's like, you know, top best episodes ever and not one of them is original series <laughs> or, or enterprise, you know? But, uh, yeah. but for the movies, I figured they're going to be in there anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, the caveat for Very me true. is that I'm, I'm, I am i am was not uh, brought up on original series. I'm a next gen Voyager D space guy. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so for this film to be as high up as it is, is actually saying something. Um, I, um. Yeah. Absolutely. This movie's great for all the reasons you said. Uh, for me personally, um, the first moment I ever experienced with Star Trek was was this was on HBO. I'm leaving for church. I'm walking down the stairs. I've never seen Star mm-hmm. Trek. Don't know what it is. But I'm watching this um, scene between Kirk and Spock at the end when Spock is dying behind the glass. Yeah. And I yeah. am captivated. I- I'm a kid. It's 1983 or whatever it was. It came out in 82, but I think maybe it was on HBO in 83. And yeah. And I couldn't take my eyes off the screen and I'm emotionally effect- I'm getting I'm getting I'm welling up, you know. I'm 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 getting choked up watching characters I don't know who they are, but the way they both performed in those in that scene was it was it was unbelievable. So, you know, wow. other than this being an amazing film, um, you know, so many great moments. Uh, you know, Khan just deliciously delivering his lines and, you know, um, just just amazing. chewing up the screen the way, you know, nobody mm-hmm. really 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 does anymore. Um, uh, other yeah. than all that,
1: which could have been gone so
0: wrong, it could have been so um, but, wrong.
1: But uh, Montoban, I mean, man, and he
0: couldn't do it in any he other role either. You like, couldn't home. Have Ricardo, Ricardo Montalban couldn't play the Joker, you know what I mean? Like he couldn't do that. But, <laughs> but I mean, he's you know he was he was just born to, to play that to play that role, and uh, yeah. and all those things. Plus that moment for me um, just makes it a classic. I, I've rewatched it many times over the course of my life. I watched it for the last time maybe uh, a few months ago. Um, and uh, nice. yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, it's a classic. It's right up there. It, it's the movie you say, you know, uh, you, you don't know anything about Kirk and Spock. Well, we're gonna show you this movie. You know, this this is the film you're gonna watch. There you go, and I'll make or you're break right. you. If you like yeah. it, you know, you're normal. <laughs> if you don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> That's my number three.
1: You're a human being. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Spock death scene is just, it, I, I, it's gotta be the best seen in any star trek movie ever um i can't
0: argue off the top of my head
1: i can't I mean, argue with you just listening to you kind of relay like how you know you felt while you were watching it that's exactly how i felt and i imagine most people um who watched it
0: now imagine if i was a spock fan now imagine if i was if i was somebody who watched the original series and was like right. you know lived with this character i loved spock i mean
1: i can't imagine yeah because at the imagine. time it i wasn't me. either yeah
0: there, yeah. Again, you know, I've told you, I talked about this before, but I, that scene in Seinfeld, I always think it's synonymous now with this scene in Spock, uh, when uh, in, in Ratatouille, when um when you know Jerry makes the reference about Ratatouille, blah blah blah, but then George says, you know, it was, it was quite a thing when Spock died, and they each take a beat. In a sitcom, mind you, they each take a beat, right? And Jerry and not, just goes, eh, not God for God. laughs or anything. No, it was, but right. they just needed to acknowledge that that was the gravity yeah. of that scene yeah. weighed on them. And you know it did for the actors, which is why it was in it was in the uh, was in, the, in the, the show to begin with, you know.
1: Right. So imagine
0: being right. a fan of Spock and watching that. I, I couldn't. I, I would have been. I would have been bawling, literally bawling.
1: Hmm.
2: Hmm.
0: Great movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Good. Great. Yeah. Um. So that 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 was my number four. My number three um is undiscovered country. Okay. And now I'm wow. thinking about doing a live swap. Another a, a live swap. swap again.
0: You heard it here first. And second,
1: it, and maybe third. I mean, yeah, we're we're breaking boundaries here. I don't know. I don't know. There's nothing stone, on man. You point. do
0: whatever you want to do.
1: I'm just reeling. I'm reeling.
0: Um the populace will accept it.
1: No, but just 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 talking about Rathakon. I I'm thinking of just that that really comes after You know, before Undiscovered Country. But I don't know. Anyway, I'll leave it at my number three. All right. Um, <laughs> no, it's take a note. But uh, anyway, uh, you, you said you said so much of, of uh, what I would have said about Undiscovered Country. Um, I mean, the, sh- the Shakespeare aspect of mm. it.
0: And Star Trek's had a long, long – I mean, I shouldn't say long before that. But I mean, since then, um, you know – Shakespeare has been a big part of Star Trek, not just with, course, um, you yeah. know, with, uh, you know, Picard as a giant, you know, Shakespeare fan, but I mean, so many of the, uh, you know, episode titles. And so, you know, like Shakespeare, the, the writers and producers clearly, a lot of them have been, you know, fans of Shakespeare because it's, I mean, Shakespeare's, you know, works, works its way into everything. I mean, he's Shakespeare, but um, <laughs> no, I mean, Shakespeare in a lot of ways is synonymous with Star Trek for me. When I think about um, certainly literary references in Star Trek or in sci-fi, I always think about Shakespeare for sure
1: that's a great point you raised that in order to humanize the the Klingons, not only did they use an earth reference to, to kind of have us relate to them in a way we never had before, but like you said, it was very, very specifically um, a Trek human kind of thing. It's, um, yeah. I guess. And, uh, I don't know. And, uh, I was saying that like very well. <laughs> a, a Trek human. I think you know I'm getting at. <laughs> humans who are treks I mean, who doesn't love um,
0: who doesn't love just you know in him in that scene just you know cry havoc just spinning around in his chair and uh, let's slip the dog I mean, he's it's just- amazing and, 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 Amazing. and one of the funniest, you know, when, when Bones finally, they're trying to reprogram the torpedo, him and Spock, and Bones finally just says, <laughs> you know, I'd give real money if he'd shut up. So apparently, like, like when someone's on a view screen, they're just piped into the entire ship, apparently, because the whole ship was listening to him just, just yell Shakespeare lines as they're, as they're, just firing torpedoes. It's
1: amazing. Uh, it's amazing. They, uh, <laughs> didn't even
0: <laughs> but I, it's, a, it's a funny line. Crack me the up. The PA system. <laughs> the PA system. Yeah. You think they would not want to scare the entire crew? So not only are they being blown to bits, but they're being blown to bits by this this just madman who's just shouting Shakespeare quotes. How confusing mm-hmm. that must have been for oh, the man. guy who just worked, you know, in the lower decks. You know. Jeez, right. the, what was right. Who's wait, what? who's this maniac quoting Shakespeare? Is he human? Is he, he? can't be Klingon. Why is he quoting Shakespeare? He said, "To be or not to be." I heard him say it. Insane. Christopher Plummer, a lot of fun.
1: Insane, bonkers. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> I mean, as bonkers, always.
0: but so much fun. Um, and Kirk,
1: so much. Kirk fun.
0: never overacted. That moment, like, like that is the quintessential William Shatner with it. You know fire like he really really went for it that time you know <laughs> fist and everything you know yeah but you wanted yeah. it you were you're waiting for it all right that was your that was your number three yes oh my god we're getting down to it
1: number two 2009's star Trek. yes
0: there you go
1: i know it's uh it's probably sacrilege and blasphemy and i really kind of i just thought it was just great move i mean god great movie great movie um 100% agreed I mean, so so many of, of the ranks uh, here, like of our rankings, is there's a lot of like uh, nostalgia coming into play, and 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 you know, uh, personal stuff. Um, interestingly, that doesn't really come into play with this one um, because it's so new um, for me. Uh, but it was just an excellent movie, yeah. and it had everything that you know Trek has had, um, all the characters. I know they're played by different people. Obviously, um, you know, no one can 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 replace the uh, original actors, and you know, not that they were trying to either. And what a clever, what a what a beautifully clever um, device, device for them to be able to reboot Star Trek without rebooting uh, It's it. still canon. Um, I, I love it. It's still I canon. I love it. Yeah, it's just just the, just fantastic. Yeah, I don't know
0: why people have a problem with it. I mean, I, I you know. I I get that, you know, there are a lot of purists out there who sort of don't like the Kelvin timeline or have problems with it. And, and, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone's entitled to their own opinion and everyone has, you know, loves Trek for different reasons. But for me, I love the fact that you can have your cake and eat it too here. You know, you could have this, this plot device, like you said, and still, and still just do completely reboot the franchise or, you know, update it or however you want to put it. Agree 100%. Right.
1: right. Yeah. It's really not a reboot. Right. It it acts as one, but it's, it's not. That's just like honestly genius. Yeah. It really is. Um, yeah, I think what a lot of people also had a problem with it, um, it's just that it's very actiony. Um, yeah, it, uh, maybe leans more on action than, than not, um, which I wouldn't argue with. I don't think, uh, I personally, as we've already touched upon several times, I personally don't have a problem with action in Star Trek, but, uh, I, I I can see how it, it might have left a bad taste for some people. But the characters, mm. the characters were just right. It was just right. Um, the casting was amazing. I mean, the the writing and the, the casting, like the, the the performances and character arcs and just the scenes between the characters. I mean, it all was – It was – exactly. It all rang true. And So, I think that From the guy who didn't see the original series. It just <laughs> – <laughs> Oh, it rang so true. <laughs> but no, but it, I mean, you you've seen all the movies, so sure, I mean, and and
0: you um, you know that you know the story behind it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bones and Kirk being the core of um, the the character presence of Star oh, Trek. Yeah. Um, Carl Urban is wow. so good.
0: Carl Urban yeah. for me was the the best fit. Um, you know, out, out of all the characters, I think he was just he was absolutely perfect. I mean, he I agree. was Bones, absolutely, no agree. question about it. They all did a great job. But, oh, Carl Urban yeah. was amazing.
1: I mean, what inspired casting? I mean, I don't understand how anyone knew that he would be so perfect. I know. I don't understand how. It's you know? great, I mean, right? Yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah. It's at this point, we should know who the casting director was, but we, we, don't, we don't know. That.
1: We don't. No. We don't. If
0: it's not Marion Doherty, I don't know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> that was the name of like every 80s movie. I always remember that. I don't know why. <laughs> it happened in the 80s. Marion Doherty did the, did the casting, I think. But no, I, I, I agree. It was, it was so well done. So well casted. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll right into because it's my number two as well. So I'm just gonna keep talking about it while we're talking about it. So yeah. So this movie, I got a lot to say about this movie. So this movie brought Star Trek back. This movie saved Star Trek. This movie made Star Trek cool and sexy and relevant. Star Trek was was pretty dormant. You know what I mean? Right? And they acknowledged that uh, by way of that first teaser trailer that came out. You know, under construction, where it was just just a ship. You know, a shipyard where a ship was just being built. You know. Um, so we were all waiting for something to come out when I personally heard that they were doing a prequel, another prequel, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, it's Kirk and Spock at the Academy is how it was first pitched. I said, ah, God damn it. I did not want to see that. I wanted to see another next gen. I wanted to see a deep space movie, a Voyager movie, anything besides that. I wanted to keep the timeline going forward. When I saw the first real trailer, I was hooked 100%. It looked so goddamn fun. So cool. These guys looked and Carl Urban said it perfectly, you know, he, he was doing press for the, for, for Star Trek right before it came out and he's, and he just, he announced that Star Trek is back and it's sexy. And it was, I mean, you, <laughs> know, you didn't need to see Uhura, not bad that you saw it, but you didn't need to see her undressing in the trailer <laughs> to know that it was going to be sexy. It helps, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was, you know, it made Star Trek, in my opinion, now Star Trek has always been cool to me. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But we all know Star Trek has that reputation of being uncool of being the geeky. In the franchise. In the, the broad war. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's, it's all, we all, we love it to death. You know, I don't think it's geeky or yeah. anything, but it has that perception, right? Um, this movie sure. erased all that. This movie made it cool, made it sexy, made it, you know, uh, so accessible for people who had never even considered watching Star Trek before. Uh, yeah. you know, I should, this is the film I show now yeah. to friends who, you know, I want them to get into Star Trek. It, 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 it's, 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 it's so many moments, so many amazing moments. Like, you know, I live for the moments when I watch TV movies, especially Star Trek. The moments are what kill me. And when I think about this movie, it's, 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 it's the view screen cracking and Kirk, you know, <laughs> Fred, do it, do it, do it. You know, it's, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. um, it's them yeah, warping yeah, yeah. into, a you know, yeah. into, uh,
1: Trying to warp out of the black hole. Oh, yeah,
0: right. no, not even that, but yes, right, of course, you know, that. But really, when they warped into the, where the battle had just taken place, and all of a sudden there's, you know, debris uh, flying uh, everywhere and there's meteors, you know, and, yeah. and you know, it, yeah. it's, it's you know, right before that, that movie, Kirk and Spock look at each other right before they warp, uh, you know, warp out. Oh my God, like it's such a great editing choice. Great. The mm-hmm. momentum of this movie is, it's nonstop. It just, it just carries you forward. Two hours go by like nothing. And one of the best opening sequences ever like I mean you know showing Kirk's birth jumping right into an action sequence like that where what what a brilliant choice to have the music playing over these slow motion shots and these you know the shots of mm. of um, you know yeah, Chris Hemsworth yeah. as George Kirk just you know sacrificing himself to save his crew you know I get choked up every time every time yeah. every time it is so well done you know and, and when uh when the music you know takes a, takes a lull and then the titles come on screen. It is an announcement. Mm-hmm. And this was, mm-hmm. this was JJ Abrams from right from his mouth on the commentary. This was the announcement that Star Trek was back. You know, the do, 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 do. You know, as, as I mean, it was epic. It was yeah. bold. It was awesome. And uh, I cannot say enough about how much fun this movie was.
1: I couldn't agree more. Speaking of the uh, the music, um, I mean, what a great score, oh, original yeah. score, you know, that, that, that theme. Um, but I love, when the original theme kicks in at the end. Oh, the credits? And I don't know if... Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah in the credits. I don't know if, if this was what they intended or not, but it just felt like, okay, we we have now earned... That movie has just earned, at the end, its place as Star Trek. I,
0: I'm so with and you. And that's what they were so saying well with, put. With, with, with the theme. Well put, man. I am so with you on that. That is...
1: When I, I can't I'll never forget. I had just a like smile the, on my face the that I could on. not
0: wipe off after seeing that movie. One hundred percent, like yep. for the whole night. Like I was I was so I was just oh my god! It was it was it was yeah. My blood was pumping. It was great. Yeah. Can't say enough good things. All right, well I'm I'm ready with my number one. You ready?
1: All uh, right, yeah. It's also I my think number you one out, Yeah.
0: <laughs> so if, if if you said anything besides. First contact at this point, I I I would definitely Mm -hmm. I I would shut my computer off and I would walk away. I would (laughs) walk if you were like Star Trek Five, you know, there's no way, there's no effing way. So yeah, so man, first contact, like, look, first, I'm a next gen guy. Holy shit! And you know, holy, this movie really, 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 really did it for me, man. You know, the Borg, the Borg at the height of its Borginess. Um, you know, it, just the right amount of action. Yeah, I said Borginess. Just the right amount of action. Um, <laughs> agreed, the, agreed. The perfect, yeah. uh, you know, great sci-fi plot, great comedic B-story. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this this movie had everything going for it, man. This this was next gen. Um, this was the way the other movie should have been. I mean, this, this was- uh,
1: So I was just going to say, everything that G- Generations was not. Yeah,
0: right. Absolutely th- this right. This was. And this is why I was so disappointed yeah, yeah. when Insurrection came out. Cause what this movie did was, um, you know, it, 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 it had the right ingredients. You know, it wasn't too mm-hmm. much or too little of anything. It was just perfect. Every character 100%. had a chance to shine. Um, you know, Picard was, you know, I should say Patrick Stewart was still young enough where, I mean, he could be that <laughs> swashbuckling hero still, you know? The yeah, guy, I mean, yeah. God bless him. The guy's still in shape. Like, you know, he's still, you know, he's Picard. You know, I, I date him, but, right. um, you, right. know, uh, he, he well, yeah. you know, he uh, looked fantastic. You know, Data, who, let's face it, is pretty much everybody's favorite character. Like, you know, he had an integral plot. Um, the Borg Queen. What a great idea. Talk about a game changer. It introduced the Borg Queen, right?
1: Because that, yeah. Stakes were yeah, super high. Just, I mean,
0: yep, nine billion yep. Borg living on Earth. I mean, insane. It's right. I mean, so great. Not only that, just, like, we still get, we still, I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm so excited. I'm cutting you off now. No, no, no. This was your number one, and, technically. You, you know, it's both of our number ones, baby. <laughs> Zephyrn Cochran, James Cromwell, a great, great, uh, great friend of Star Trek. Um, you know, we'll be talking about him, I'm sure, at some point. Um, you yeah. know, he's in a couple other uh, – at least two Next Gen episodes. And I'm pretty sure he's in a Voyager. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so he he's always fantastic. He was great. Absolutely great as Zephyrn Cochran. He was I mean, perfect. beautiful. Yeah. Right, like I mean, mix of funny w- what, uh, and just like annoyed, and yeah. you know this put upon <laughs> Pain hero. In the ass. Yeah, no, right. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
1: um, right, right. This this is unwilling uh, hero. Yeah, unwilling to heed the call.
0: And yet, I didn't know there was a Zephram Cochran in the original series until recently. I'll be honest, you know, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, I did. Okay. He was referenced on next channel a bunch of times, so I knew the you know definitely the reputation definitely. of Zephram Co- Cochran, and uh, right, right, and uh, you know, so it was really excited to see him. Um, I thought Alfred Woodard was great. Um, what what a what a tender um, touch to the movie, right? Her and Picard's Absolutely. relationship. Yeah. I thought that was so well done.
1: Uh, and 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 how she just was was a tough love that he needed. That you know maybe he didn't really get much of in in his whole for life. sure.
0: You know maybe even that nobody on the ship would even have the guts to say to him. You know he needed sure. this outsider to be like, look, sure, you know. Calm the fuck down. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know. <laughs> right. I, I know you went through some shit, but you just smashed all your ships, man. You know, come on. And then bluffing him about Moby Dick. I love it.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That was
0: great. Actually, I never read it. I was like, ah, oh, such, such a, it's such yeah, a great movie. Right. This movie was scary. You know, this movie- um, It
1: was. horror oh, it, elements yes. to it, man. I was like creeped Absolutely. out. Absolutely. I remember specifically, yeah, when, they're, when the Borg first get on the ship- yeah. It was terrifying. It Really was, absolutely.
0: And you know what the Borgs about yeah. too, but they they upgraded their look a little bit. You know, they made it a little more cinematic. Yeah. Um yeah. But it was uh, it worked, man. It was it was scary. And the 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 tubules mm-hmm. that they came up with, you know, that they used on Voyager yeah. a bunch of times yeah. after that. Like that was that right. was new. Um, at least I, I'm 99 mm-hmm. percent sure it was used in the movie. For I the think first time. so. Yeah. I don't think it was in Descent right. Part One and Two. I'm pretty sure it was the tubules going into the neck. Just a quick assimilation, <laughs> dead. You know? Oh.
1: Right. Right, it's creepy, yeah.
0: scary stuff, man. And then when they took right, Data right, away, right, you're right. like, he's the only one who could fight him. You know? Like, <laughs> right, right. I mean, you know, Worf's a badass, of course, but
1: – but Sure, but he's no, he's no android. He's not he's an no, android. He doesn't, doesn't have a positronic And they just slid him
0: right. under a door. And, well, Data's gone. That's it. Yeah. And Picard knew it too. He was like, Data. Oh, boy. We're yeah. in trouble now.
1: Now we're, now we're in trouble. <laughs> It's totally, it's
0: totally true. A couple great uh we, we got an EMH cameo, which was amazing. Uh, you know, the doctor from Voyager pops up. Oh, right, right, um, right. You know, we got uh right about that. um, you know, Ethan Phillips. We had Neelix, not playing Neelix, but he was, you know, he was in that little scenario too. Um great cameo from him on there. So, you know, this movie had everything, yeah. man. Yeah. So great, so much fun. It made 30 million opening weekend at the box office. It had 30, 30.1, but it had um it had it was number one, which which for me is huge. You know, it was That's huge yeah, for, a trek for movie start, maybe no to be number one at the box office. Yeah. Because you know what? Insurrection yeah. and Nemesis, um well insurrection might have been, but Nemesis was not. Nemesis got beat by mm. made in Manhattan and I'll never forget that. I was like, Well, it's dead.
1: Made in Manhattan. Yeah,
0: the, the J Lo uh Ray wow. Fonz. I think yeah. Ray Fonz movie. Um Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know. I'm, I'm very well versed in made in Manhattan, Philip. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this movie man this movie was was 30 million was a lot in in 1996 and uh this you know
1: Absolutely. it
0: did it, it it's overall box office i think it was like 100 106 something like that ended up being disappointing based on its opening weekend but it still broke 100 million i think the first one to do that since mm-hmm. um don't quote me on this but since voyage home i think it was the first one um voyage home okay. i think is still the biggest box office um not counting the the really? kelvin timeline of course
1: yeah, yeah, Those, yeah. you know,
0: those, those are off the charts. Uh,
1: We're in a different time. Yeah, now. compared
0: to Trek. Um, but no. So, I mean, you know, the, the, the critics loved it. The fans loved it. People just seeing it for the first time loved it. Um, firing on all cylinders, man. It's what insurrection, um, should have built upon, but didn't. Uh, I love, love first contact. Yeah. It, it's still to this day my favorite. Now, that's not saying next week J.J. Abrams Star Trek might not, you know, the 2009 Star Trek might be better than that, but it hasn't yet. First Contact has always been my number one.
1: I feel like, yeah, they are close. I'll give you that. But I feel like there's a wall uh, around First Contact. Uh, it's just, I, it can't be touched I don't th- in my mind. It just can't be. Um, I mean, first of all, it's it's next gen. Just, uh, God, everything about – I mean, just the epicness that that we've talked about with, uh, you know, generations and, and insurrection um, – nemesis even uh it just wasn't there and yeah yeah and just and you know in first contact like you said the stakes could not have been higher ever ever
0: yeah for these for these people yeah no um our existence was wiped uh, out we were, ta- we were assimilated by by the borg in our past crazy yeah i mean and that happens in the first like
1: i can't i i, I could be totally wrong about this but i feel like the first like Ten minutes, it's pretty fifteen fast. minutes.
0: I mean, yeah, and, and no. I mean, we get a great battle right off the bat in the beginning. You <clears throat> know, the, <clears throat> with the fight in the yep. Borg, and you know, yep. we, we see the Defiant, which is cool. We didn't mention that. We get to see the that Defiant. Was
1: very cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: You know, <clears throat> they used to back when they explained how Worf got back on the Enterprise. The next two movies, they, they an <laughs> didn't, didn't. In Insurrection, It was a quick, uh, Mister Worf. What the hell are you doing here? And then they don't even bother <laughs> explaining it. Nemesis, but you, you don't right. need that. It's fine. Oh, no, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. We Nemesis, really he was don't. there for the wedding. I'm sorry. He was probably there for the. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Sure. I got you. I do remember that. But no, but yeah. it's cool. So that, you know, they, they rescue the Defiant, you know, from, uh, from a Borg, uh, Borg mm-hmm. attack, which is cool, you know, and they make that little dig about yeah. it being a tough little ship, little, you know, so you get a little <laughs> D space, you get a little Voyager, you get everything, you know, in here, but it starts out with a great battle, like you said. And the next thing you know, yeah, they're following the Borg through the, uh, you know, the time war portal. Temporal
1: anomaly. Temporal
0: anomaly. Thank you. Yeah, and then and then didn't talk about the ending either. Like you know, the the, the, the did we finally yeah. see the first contact moment. You know where where yeah. Earth uh, meets Vulcan. Yeah. right. It's so great. I mean, that was just that
1: was just icing on the cake. Yeah. Right that point. Like really good, delicious icing. But I mean, the whole movie was so great, and that was just like, oh my god, like this t- couldn't have been better. It really it couldn't all have worked in my mind.
0: Yeah, and you know, I, I take it back. It would not have worked if it wasn't for the Barkley cameo. I'm going to say that right now. It would not have worked at all. No, all kidding aside, that was awesome. I love, I love Barkley. He's a great character.
1: Yeah, no, totally.
0: Dwight Schultz is an amazing. Um, you know, Dwight Schultz. Yeah. Yeah, Dwight Schultz. Yeah, he's great. He's great in anything he does. He's great as Barkley. We're talking about mm-hmm. him. I'm sure with certain top tens that we're going to be doing.
1: Okay. In the future. Yeah,
0: sure. If they involve any kind of uh, humor or uh, you know sort of offbeat characters, um, ludicrousness, ludicrousness. We'll be talking about Barkley. but no, I, mm-hmm. I agree, man. Top to bottom, it's 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 my favorite. It always has been since uh, mm-hmm. since I saw it for the first time. I was just blown away by it. Yeah, so much fun. Yeah. Oh my god, is that it? That's it. That, that's our that's our first top ten. We talked for a long time about our top ten. Yeah, goes by fast.
1: To anyone still listening at this point, I don't. I, I got nothing. No, that's I got all right. Nothing.
0: Yeah. So listen, that, that's it. That that that's our first episode. <laughs> Man, we hope you stuck with us. We we hope you listened. Um, you know, we, we got a lot of fun uh, top tens coming up for you. Um, next week we're we're looking to do a uh, top ten uh, guest stars. Is that right, Luke Boyle?
1: I think so, Phil Rizzo. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think that's
0: don't no, no, no not written in stone, but but I'm pretty sure yeah. we're gonna do top ten yeah. Trek guest stars.
1: Lighthearted, but a lot of fun
0: we're gonna get into some specific and uh and crazy stuff at some point but yeah let's keep it let's let's, sure. keep, let's keep it real for a little while we'll do uh we'll do we'll do guest stars i think that's what we're gonna do that'll be a lot of fun yeah. i hope you uh hope you join us for that and listen you could uh you could let us know what you thought of the podcast uh you can hit us up on twitter at stwarp10 that's at yeah warp 10 on twitter
1: one zero, yeah.
0: One zero, yeah. Spell it.
1: Spell the whole thing. Let's come do on. it.
0: It's at S T W A R P one zero. Hit us up. Let us you know go. if there you go. like it. You hate it. Uh, tell us to shut up. Uh, tell us what we missed. Tell us what we got wrong. Give us your top tens, man. I would love love oh, to see man. some top tens of uh, of talking. some fans that uh, that we haven't met yet, but we want to meet you. Hit us up, man. Let us know. Come what's at going us. On, yeah? yeah, come at us, Fight us on these For sure. <laughs> <laughs> man, this was a lot of fun, Luke. I can't wait to do this again next week.
1: I know. Me too. Alright man. So this that's great. uh
0: that's the first top 10. We're excited. We're going to uh, we're going to sign off. We'll uh, we'll see you again.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: See you guys. Bye.